0: so the big question is this how do young men like us who didn't listen to society who are on our own how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow that is the question and this show will give you the answers my name is james radzinski and welcome to the ascend momentum show welcome back Let's talk. This morning I tracked my BOLT score which is a test to see how healthy of a breather you are. Healthy levels is at least 40 seconds and this morning I got 6 seconds. For context, last week around this time I had 19 seconds and this morning I got 6. So that is something that I just wanna let you guys know. And I kind of failed on focusing my breathing, but things are changing again. And I'm today I focused on my breath a lot more, did some exercises on the bike while I was biking to school, at the gym, home, but I didn't do enough i've been focusing on my breath a lot more trying to restrict my breathing throughout the day but it's it's a journey and i'm just at the beginning and i'm failing already but i'll i'll do better i just want to talk about lately i've been having low energy and not even like low energy i feel like i feel like it's my free energy my the energy that is flowing through my body is low because once i got to the gym i was able to lift heavy and hard today but it's just i've been like falling asleep all day long like i would just fall asleep and i'm not talking about like falling asleep for bed i'm talking about falling asleep mentally Like, I would just lose vigilance a lot throughout the day. And also, I feel as though I'm not on the right path right now. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure what I'm doing bad or what I'm doing wrong. But that's pretty much what's going on lately. Let's talk about what I did last night. I spent $180 buying a over-the-ear headphones, a CD player, and wave one of the Gateway Experience CD. And this is going to be huge. If you are not sure, if you've never heard of the Gateway Experience, wave one, there are eight waves in it, and each one is incremental, so you start at wave one. And it is basically a guided meditation. And wave one gets you into a deep relaxation. And they play noises that attune your brain waves to a certain frequency that allow for better, like, allow your brain to actually get in that state. So it's better to use that CD than not to. It allows you to do a lot more. And eventually you can get an out of body experience where you literally are so deep into meditation that you literally, your soul literally just leaves your body. But right now I'm just focusing on focus 10, which is wave one. Wave one focuses on focus 10. So right now you and you and I are both on focus one, which is just fully conscious in the present. And in, or not just that, but fully present in like conscious in reality. So we are in reality itself. And then I don't know all the focus levels in between, but focus 10, I'm not even sure if there are focus levels in between, but focus 10 is the deep relaxation. And then you can get focus 12 and then focus 15 and then focus 21 and then I don't even I I'm just learning about all this stuff but pretty much I read transurfing so after I read transurfing once it started to change my by the way transurfing is a book it's called reality transurfing by Vadim Zelen it's parts 1 through 5 so I read that book and it, like, shattered my worldview. I started to, like, question my interpretation of the world. And then once I started reading it a second time through, it started shifting my worldview. And now I'm a little over halfway through the book on the second read through. And my worldview is definitely shifting. And I am starting to believe, like, anything. I'm starting to be able to believe anything. So... That's context, but then the other day I discovered this on a declassified CIA document. Uh, it's called the Analysis and Assessment of the Gateway Process, and it's basically the CIA did like research, or they did, uh, they had like a project where they would use the Gateway Experience, which is developed by Monroe Institute and they would like test they they would use the gateway experience for like the army i'm pretty sure and so it was it's like this whole thing and it's basically um awakening your consciousness like you becoming more conscious and more aware and expanding your consciousness And so I read that whole document, the analysis and assessment of the gateway process. It's like 30 pages. I read it over the weekend and I actually like am excited for it. I'm actually starting, I'm looking forward to it to the point where I actually bought wave one, like the first CD that they sell. But if I were to have seen that document, if I were to read that document one year ago from today, I definitely would have just dismissed it i would have just like thought that it was fake or thought they were crazy and i would have just like dismissed the completely dismissed it and i think that really just shows how valuable it is to learn how to learn how to and to get good at destroying your limiting beliefs and becoming conscious of it and changing your worldview because over the past year i've gone on this journey of self-improvement and just educating myself through reading a lot of books and there was a lot of things that i read especially in transurfing that absolutely destroyed my worldview and started to shift like and i started to take up new opinions and ideas so my beliefs and values and like my entire worldview was different from when you're from today. And one of the biggest skills that I picked up over the past year <clears throat> is to be able to throw out ideas and change and change it for new ideas. And let me explain what that what I mean by that. It's super valuable to learn new information that contradicts your own information and have the humility to throw out your own information and throw out all the old crap that, that is not valuable anymore. So I've done this so many times now and it's, I'm like becoming really good at it now and I can see why it can go bad if you throw out good for bad, but, it's, it's better. I feel like the pros outweigh the cons. And it's just one of those skills or things that people do that sets them apart from the rest. That it's like really the successful people are the ones doing that. So a year ago, I wanted to learn how to breathe. That was the first book that I read. And so I read the book, learned some new information, and I realized, oh, this guy knows more than me. And my breathing patterns were pretty bad. So I'm going to get rid of this and take up his own his stuff and start believing in his stuff. So I got rid of the junk and replaced it with new stuff. And then flash forward three months ago, when or not three months, six months ago, when I first read... Transurfing I there like that was the the book that destroyed my worldview and from like the get-go from the first chapter I already had to like realize that this guy is talking about a lot of stuff that I contradicts my own worldview but this guy is actually onto something and I had the humility to throw out my own beliefs um for the betterment of myself because this new information that he was sharing was actually the right stuff. And I was just holding myself back. All of my beliefs and my thought patterns were just holding me back. And I'm very grateful that I had the humility to adopt this new like worldview and to integrate it into my own because it is extremely harmful to just hold on to your own worldview forever. And Transurfing, if you can internalize the concepts and the principles in Transurfing, that will change your life. Now, my life hasn't changed much. It's been six months. But to be fair, I haven't actually been let, here. I haven't been working on it. Let me explain. I've to today I realized a couple w- days ago, maybe a week ago, I read this sentence that really struck to me. It was in the Russell, uh, it was in dancing after the music stops. And in that book, in the introduction, I haven't read the actual book yet, but I just read the intro, and no, no, I don't even think that I read it in there. I might have read it in that book, but I did read it from that author. It might have been on his website, um, The Most Beautiful World. I'm pretty sure it's what it's called. But I read him say that everything that he visualized, like everything... He visualized using transurfing came true and he listed up like two or three different um examples so i kind of just i was like oh cool but then today i realized that he just talked about that like he was saying that's the that's the whole that's all transurfing is or not he wasn't saying that but he was saying like There's the secret to life, and those who learn to use it, like, gain success. And he was saying transurfing. And then he went on to explain that everything he visualized went on to be true. And there's one thing that I realized today. I'm focusing on all the little bitty details, like, not generating too much excess potential. Reducing my importance. Um, I'm focusing on all the little little things which is good but i kind of just dismissed the the biggest mover of transurfing finding your own goal your innermost goal and finding your innermost g- door and then i dismissed visualizing that's like the big that's like the big pieces of transurfing He literally said in the book, the only thing that is truly important is finding your innermost goal and your innermost door. And I just dismissed it. I didn't spend time. I did spend time trying to find my own goals and doors, but I don't think that I did it very consciously and very well. And so that's what I'm thinking right now. I have to look out for my, my goals and doors. And I'm remembering just now while I'm explaining this that he said, don't throw out your current door. So right now my current door is podcasting. And that's actually it right now. My current door is podcasting. He said, don't throw it out. He said, be on the lookout, be vigilant, be conscious aware looking for a your next like your actual goal because right now I think my goal is going up moving to Hawaii and surfing like that's what I desire right now but I didn't really give it much thought. I heard my friend say it and then I just internalized it And then I didn't really look out for my innermost door consciously. I kind of just went with the flow and stumbled upon it while I read a book. So right now he said, the only things holding you back from achieving your goals are, is yourself. So if you have doubt or if you don't have confidence, or self-belief, then you're you're holding yourself back. And so I have doubt that this really is my innermost goal and my innermost door. And the door, by the way, is like the path towards your goal. And it's basically the route you take to get to your goal. So right now my door would be podcasting because that's kind of the route that I'm taking to achieve my goal which is to move to hawaii and surf become a surfer but that is that's something that i just kind of reflected on on my bike ride home today and i was thinking like why is my life why am i so down why why am i low energy why do i feel something nagging at me And I think, I feel as though I'm not really, one, I don't know for sure if this is my innermost goal. Two, I don't know for sure if this is my innermost door. Three, I'm not visualizing. I'm not reminding myself of my destination. I'm kind of just going through the day to day and I'm not reminding myself where I'm headed. Probably the last time I reminded myself that I'm going surfing like consciously and legitimately for a decent amount of time was like a couple days ago. So I am not reminding myself my destination, which if you're going, if you're traveling and you're kind of just driving around and you don't really know where you're going and you're not thinking of where you're going, well, you're going to get lost and you're not going to end up in the right place. So I'm not thinking about surfing enough. I'm not thinking about moving to Hawaii enough and I'm getting lost. I feel like I'm, I'm steering off of course. So that's one of the corrections that I need to make in the coming days. I have to figure out if this even is my, like my true goal, my true goal, my true path. And that's another thing. He said, settle on one main goal and then all of your other desires will be fulfilled along the way. So right now my one main goal, well I actually have three, three goals right now. Get a MacBook Air. Go to Funnel Hacking Live in Florida in 20 days. And move to Hawaii and become a surfer. Those are my three main goals. Now those three goals, you should only settle on one. So the one that I will settle on is my end goal, like my, the biggest goal, which is going to Hawaii and becoming a surfer because to be honest, I already bought, we already bought the plane tickets and we already bought the hotel rooms or the hotel room to get to, and we bought the tickets for funnel hacking live which is a, a conference it's like an event a live event experience um for entrepreneurs and i bought all that stuff so that is a done deal i haven't gotten the macbook air i don't have any money for it or i don't i do have money for it but i don't have enough money for that and getting food on at uh, like that and paying for the like, miscellaneous things on the trip. So that is another thing. But the Hawaii is what I truly want. Like, I tr- I don't truly want a MacBook Air. That's just one of the things that I desire. What I truly want is Hawaii. Like, I want to move to Hawaii and surf. But it's... It's, it's, ah, uh, yeah, that's it. Focusing on Hawaii, going to Hawaii. And there's one thing that I kind of remembered. I heard it one I, I don't know if I heard this in my books or I kind of connected the dots and came up with this conclusion. Don't, so I, I, this is a example. Don't plan on making, don't have your goal to get into the NFL. So don't say, Oh, I really want to get into the NFL and work towards it. And then maybe you'll get in. No, the better goal would be, I'm going to be the best quarterback in the NFL ever because then with that goal, there's no question of, am I going to get in the NFL at all? No, the, the goal is you're going to be the best in the NFL. That's kind of what I, I was, I was walking by a TV today at the gym and it was playing football and that like kind of, uh, epiphany, uh, got like, I I realized that epiphany in my head. So if your goal is to get into the NFL, and play football professionally. Well, then in your goal you may have doubts that you're even going to get in the NFL. Like your goal is to get into the NFL. So are you even going to get in the NFL? I don't know. But if your goal is to be the best player in the NFL, well then you have a much bigger goal. So getting in the NFL is not of your concern. Your so your mindset is going to be so much different when you're training and doing all this stuff because you're not going to be playing for the short term, like getting into the NFL. You're not going to be training for that short term. You're going to be training for the long term. You're going to be like, okay, yeah, I lost this game. Doesn't matter. How can I improve? This game does not matter. What matters is my end goal, which is being the best player in the world. How can I get there? What can I do to learn? What, how, like You find more and more areas to improve on and more and more things to learn. so that's what i'm kind of thinking right now my goal was just to get to hawaii hopefully i can get to hawaii hopefully hopefully maybe i can maybe i can't i don't know can i even get to hawaii is that even possible can i move to hawaii is that in the cards for me so i think that i need to come up with a bigger badder more long-term goal because then my mindset totally shifts and i think that i like got I derived this epiphany from a story that I heard from Russell Brunson and this I'm going to give you a story to give context that he gave so this story he talked about how there was in like the 9 or in in the past before they hit the 4 minute mile Everyone thought it was impossible. Doctors said it was impossible. Like they actually said it's humanly impossible to run faster than four minute mile or to get a four minute mile and or sub four four minute. I think. Yeah. And then no one did it. No one's ever done it until this one person did it. He just broke the four minute mile. And then like a few months later, like super quickly, another person broke that record and then another person. And then since then, over a thousand people have run a four minute mile. And so the moral of the story is people don't know that it's possible. So they're not, if someone doesn't know that it's possible, they're going to have doubts and they like won't know it's possible. So they won't like try so hard maybe. I don't really remember the exact moral of the story, but I kind of have a, a conceptual idea in my head. I'm just having a tough time explaining it into words. And so once that person broke the four minute mile, he proved to everyone else. And then everyone else had a completely mindset shift. They realized, oh, it's real. It's possible. It is true. Like this is a thing that can happen. Like I can do this and then a person broke it again, and then another, and then another, and then thousand, at least a, more than a thousand people have broken it since. And it's because that one person proved that it's possible. And so a uh, follow-up story that Russell told was his goal was to make he, he was in college, he was a wrestler, and his wife was financially supporting him. And his goal was just to make $1,000 every month, just to help out the cause. His goal was $1,000 a month. And then he got an email. So one of the entrepreneurs in his, one of the online marketers in his scene Uh, was selling had a course it was called traffic secrets and he sold it and Russell was on his email list so he got Russell got an email from that dude and said and the email said we did it so Russell clicked on the email and he was reading through the email and at that moment his like time froze he was just sitting there And his life had been changed because what Russell read was that that guy who sold the traffic secrets course made $1 million in less than 24 hours. And that was the four minute mile for him. No one had ever made a million dollars in 24 hours in that market. And then that guy broke the four minute mile and... Basically proved that it was possible, and so once Russell saw that, he realized, "Oh, I've been trying to get one thousand dollars a month, and this guy just got one million in a day." And then Russell had a complete mindset shift. So from there, he he was thinking, "No, I'm not getting a thousand dollars a month. I need to. I want to get a thousand dollars, or I want to get a million dollars a year." So Russell had that way bigger goal and because of that his actions were different he wasn't trying to get one thousand dollars a month he wasn't trying to his actions were proportional to his goal basically that's what i like to think of it when he was when his goal was one thousand dollars a month his actions were a fraction of that so he was like oh how can i get a thousand dollars a month and so his his like worldview his Information, like his brain was only picking up information that fit into that goal. How can I make a $1,000 a month? Not how can I make a million dollars a month? And then once he realized that you can make more, like once he realized that he wanted to make a million dollars a year in one year, he he was like, no, screw this. I'm not looking for these little $1,000 a month. I'm looking for how can I make a million a year? And then his actions were proportional. So let's say his actions were one. I don't know if I'm giving the right statement for this, but his goal, let's say your actions are 1% of your goal. So if your goal is $1,000 a month, you're going to get 1% of that in action. So he's basically going to take action 1%. He's going to move... 1% 1% forward every day towards $1,000. But if his goal was $1 million, he'll move 1% forward every day. So what do you think is better, bi- bigger? 1% of 1,000 or 1% of 1 million? Well, I think 1 million is bigger. That is, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So I, I think that one of the things that I have to learn is I have to change my my goal my hawaii just is not big enough like a a couple months ago hawaii was a huge goal and i thought oh my gosh am i even gonna do this or i don't even know if it was a couple months ago like when i first got that goal like a month or two ago i was like is this even possible but now i'm like okay this is definitely possible what's the what's bigger what what's my one million dollars a year So because lately my actions have only been podcasting and I haven't really done any stuff for business. Now podcasting is for business, but it's not doing anything now. Like I could definitely sit down and make money online just disregarding the podcast. So I got to figure out that's that's one of the things that I learned in my reflection, that I got to figure out my, a bigger goal. Why just is not enough. Because one, like I said, in the beginning of this episode, one year ago, my worldview and my mindset was completely different. I didn't think that much was possible. I still thought that I was going to college. And now I know so much more is possible. I simply just haven't, taken much action or I haven't really proved it yet so I have to come up with a bigger goal and allow the world to help me realize it use those big movers like visualization having your true innermost goal having your true innermost door and visualizing and always reminding myself my destination throughout the day I have to be reminding myself this is what I'm working for this is where I'm headed this is where I'm headed if I was to f- drive, if I was to get in the car and drive, start driving, I'd just go random places. Just some, Maybe I'd go in a circle. Maybe I would go all the way across the country. I don't know. Maybe I'd drive into water. Who knows? But if I were to be thinking, okay, I'm driving to Florida. I'm driving to Florida. I will start looking for Florida signs. I'll start looking for... Signs that say, head to Florida. Like, I'm not just gonna drive mindlessly now. I'm gonna actually shift my attention and focus my actions towards that goal. So that is one of the things that I just completely dismissed and forgot about. I just gotta keep reminding myself of my destination. Keep reminding myself of my destination. So that's the biggest, that's the big lessons for today. Have a big, have a big goal get a bigger goal and keep reminding yourself of the destination all the time. Be obsessive over it. Just remind yourself, this is what I'm doing this for because I, I have a routine. I have a strict regimented routine. I do the same exact thing for the first like three hours of the day. No, actually I do the same thing all day long, every single day because I wake up, do my same morning routine, go to school, Or by the way, studying is in my morning routine now. Go to school, go to the same classes every day. So I'm doing all the same stuff. Go the same route to her school. I literally drive over the same cracks on the street every day. Look at the same things. Everything is routinized in my life. And I can really get lost in that. I've found over the past couple of weeks, I can get lost in that. If I don't have a destination, like routine is good but it's not good if you're aimlessly doing it. And that's what I was doing over the past couple of days or weeks. I wasn't reminding myself where I'm going. I got to remind myself why am I studying this? Why am I why am I podcasting right now? Cuz I'm headed somewhere. I have a destination set. Originally my destination was Hawaii, but soon I will discover my true destination. Now, it could take days. It could take weeks. It could take months. He's, uh, Adam Zellin said, finding your, the process of finding your innermost door or your innermost goal could take months. It it could be very long. Do not rush it. Don't set a time scale. Just be impeccable in your principles of transurfing and just constantly run everything through your head, through that lens of, Will this make my life feel like a holiday? One more thing: heart and mind, unity of heart and mind. There is one very, there's one very important principle in transurfing that I have not really taken action on. I haven't really done yet. I haven't really uh, what's the word? Actually taken advantage of. And it is listening to the rustle of the morning stars. So if you've ever had this intuit intuitive thought, like intuitive moment, like someone's about to open the door, or someone's here, or you just got an epiphany, you had an aha moment, like you just realized that you know something that you didn't know before. That is all the workings of the heart. And throughout the day when you're making decisions your heart actually you actually feel emotions and your heart is actually sending signals like sending emotions to you it like sending tension or inner peace inner tension or inner peace or nothing and but we don't normally we don't realize it because our mind is too busy with th- with its own chatter and too busy with its own logic too busy with its ego its self-importance inner importance it is too busy with all that stuff and let me explain context heart and mind that is the terminology he uses in transurfing but let me tell you the heart and mind is real And it is simply the left hemisphere of your brain and the right hemisphere of the brain. The left hemisphere is that job. The left hemisphere's job is to gather in information from the outside world. Use logical to analyze things. Use logic. It's all about logic and numbers. And that brain thinks things. It can kind of... It's logical and analytical and it can use, it knows words, it knows language, symbols, and it knows the human language, like English, Spanish, like it knows your language. Like that is your left side of the brain and that's the mind. That's the heart and mind, the left side is the mind. And then the right side of the brain feels things, it knows things. The the right side of the brain is, your heart, that's the terminology, the right side of the heart. So unity of the heart and mind is simply just unifying your brain. So most people don't listen to their, their heart, they, they don't listen to the right hemisphere of your brain. And how effective do you think they are in the day-to-day if they're, if they're split, if their brain is divided on all things? because that's what we're doing. We don't listen to our heart. Our mind doesn't listen to to our heart. Our mind thinks that it knows best, and our mind, which is the left side of the the brain, it thinks it knows best. And so it just goes on its own will. The mind just focuses on it, what it thinks it, it wants and what it thinks it needs. But the heart knows what it needs and knows what it wants which that's the right side. So if you, so that's everyone, like most people, me included, they only listen to the, the mind. The mind dictates everything. And then the heart just kind of gets the way, pushed to the wayside. It kind of just is ignored and it's not listened to. So how effective of a person do you think someone will be in achieving their goals, in becoming whatever they want to be, how effective do you think they will be if they are operating on half of a brain just using the left hemisphere? How effective do you think they'll be? Now, not very effective. Now, ask. I'm going to ask you another question. How effective do you think they will be if they use both sides? If they combine and you, they unify both sides of their brain, left side and the right side, unifying that heart and the mind? How effective do you think they will be? I'm pretty sure that they will be very effective. So that's another thing that I ignored, or didn't ignore, but I just didn't have any intent on taking action, on changing that part in my life. Listening to my heart, listening to the dictates of the heart. But that is all, like that is transferring. That is listening to your dictates of the heart, and that's all about going into the right direction. Like your heart tells you if decisions are good or bad. Before you make a decision, pre- visualize and imagine yourself you having made one decision and feel your inner tension. Feel, listen to the rustle of the morning starts, which is sense your inner feeling. Are you tense or do you have inner peace or is there nothing? Because the heart always knows what it does not want. And the heart is always correct. Like the heart knows it's never wrong. The mind is wrong. The left side of the brain is wrong a lot of the times. But the right side is never wrong. It's always right. And, it, and it, always, it may not know what it wants all the time, but it knows exactly what it does not want. So if you make a decision and you feel inner tension, that's the heart saying, we don't want this. You do not want this. So go back on that decision if you can and choose the other thing or don't make a decision at all because that is all there is like unify the heart and the mind so that's two lessons that's two things that we've talked about so far having a big goal to change your actions towards it and remember the destination i'm i'm actually going to write that down on a piece of paper because that is so that is so important and so that's just all right so big goal and then, no destination. And then the other one was, you like actually fulfill your full potential. Actually, unify your heart and the mind. Use your brain, like actually co- convert, like use your whole brain. Most people are only using the left side of their brain on the day to day. So use your full brain, take advantage of the whole brain, like unify brain. That is like, that's what I'm trying to say here. Uh, I'm, I know I try not to do this, but I drink a lot of water today and I really got to use the bathroom. So I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that interruption. But that's all there. Like that's what it's all about: staying on course, stay on course, stay on purpose. There was this podcast that I used to listen to, and I didn't really watch. I didn't really listen that many episodes. I started listening it towards the end of, of when I stopped listening to podcasts. So I, I only had the privilege, of listening to a few episodes. But that podcast was called On Purpose, and. Now, I can't really speak on the podcast itself, but the title, On Purpose, I didn't really understand what it meant at the time, but now, obviously, I haven't, like, I I don't know what that title means, but I just want to give context to the words On Purpose, so I'm going to stop talking about that podcast, but I'm, I I want to talk about the, the words On Purpose. Staying On Purpose, like... That is what it's all about. Know your destination. Know, know why, the purpose of what you're doing all this stuff for. I have a regimented routine. I do the same exact thing every single day on the, around the same exact time. Wake up same time. Go to bed same time. Brush my teeth same time. Ice my balls same time. Eat same time. Go to the gym same time. Everything at the same exact time. Same exact thing every day. And yes, even if you just do it all mindlessly every single day, you're still going to get benefit. Your life is still going to be better than it is now in one year from now. If you do it for the same, like if you have a good routine like mine and you just mindlessly do it for an entire year, your life will be better. But you got to remind yourself of what you're doing this stuff for because your life will be even better. And you will actually start to feel better you're you will if you have a purpose and you stay on that purpose during your routine you always remind yourself why you're doing all this stuff don't forget then you will have a destination and you will go towards it if you are trying to go to if you're trying to go to florida or you're trying to go, yeah, let's just say you're trying to go to Florida and you live in Chicago. It's just a straight drive down south, southwest or southeast, whatever. But if you don't have that destination set, but you want to go to Florida, but you don't remind yourself, I'm going to Florida. When it comes time to make a decision, you'll kind of just make a decision based on how you feel at that moment. So let's say there's a road going to Florida or a road going to California. You'll be like, oh, California looks cool. Let's go to California. That's what happens when you don't have a purpose, when you're not staying on purpose, when you're not, when your destination is not set and you forget about it. That's what happens when you have a destination, but you forget about it and you don't remind yourself. So what you do is you constantly remind yourself, obsess over your destination, but do it indifferently. Remind yourself where you're headed. So then when it comes time to make decisions, you'll make decisions based off that destination. You'll choose that road going to Florida instead of California because that's where you're headed. You're headed to to Florida. So that was just a big rant Over all that stuff, I want to talk about supplements. I used to be extremely against supplements. Like, the only thing that I would take is creatine. And I used to be like, oh, 100% natural. You need to get all of your nutrients from food. Like, Like, how our ancient ancestors did. But now I'm thinking... Maybe supplements are actually good. Like if you can get high quality supplements, maybe that's actually good. Because one, our soil and our water, all nutrient deprived. So we're not getting as as much nutrients as our ancestors were thousands of years ago. So that alone affects things. So that's another reason why you should have supplements, but now I'm starting to shift. I'm starting, before I was thinking no supplements, I want to be 100% whole foods. But now I'm starting to shift and I'm starting to actually take more and more supplements because maybe it's actually good. Maybe now that we have access to all this technology, we can have the best health we've ever had there's a guy named Brian Johnson who I was looking into a couple weeks ago and I'm pretty sure I talked about him on the podcast, but he is basically a millionaire, like a multimillionaire who started a company called blueprint. And I'm pretty sure it's called that. I don't, I haven't looked into it in a while, but Essentially he's taking hundreds of supplements a day and he's that like the healthiest man on the world. Like he is reversing his age. That's how healthy he is right now. He's not aging as fast as we are. He his his like organs, his health, like his all of his markers, like all of his tests are healthier levels. He's more optimal than like poor- the top 10% or 1% of 18 year olds. So Brian Johnson, he's probably like 56 years old or something like that. And he's healthier than me. 50 year old is healthier than me. And I'm like seven, I'm about to be 18 years old and he is healthier than me. And he takes hundreds of supplements every single day. And so once I learned about that, I slowly started to change my viewpoints. Like I said in the beginning, it is a, it's is a a—it's very beneficial to be able to change your viewpoints and change your opinions, your beliefs, and your worldview. And so I started slowly changing it, and now I'm leaning towards pro supplements because I just think that they are like extremely beneficial. Only if they're high quality. Like, Brian Johnson only gets the highest quality supplements out there. And there's a few supplements that I started taking. One of them is Cistanch. And it has definitely helped, I feel. Another is Pine Pollen, which I took the mega dose. I took two mega doses every day, which is basically you take like a big dosage. I took one in the morning, one at night, and it was the powder form. Pine pollen powder. And that was definitely good, but I ran out, so I stopped taking it for a couple weeks, but I ordered the tincture, pine pollen tincture, which is basically drops. It's like a squeeze dropper that you it's like a pipette that you drop pine pollen um it's like a liquid form under your tongue and it's like more bioavailable and it absorbs better. And so I bought one of those and that will come soon, like within the week. And that like pine pollen is definitely good. I'm definitely getting a lot of benefits off of that. Now that was a type of supplement that I would have probably had even before I was against supplements simply because it's natural and, Honestly, it's more natural than creatine if you get pine pollen powder. But, so right now I'm taking creatine, I take Cystanch, and there's this new thing that I added, magnesium powder. So I just got, I searched magnesium powder, and my friend said it's good for your sleep, but it's also good for protection against EMFs, which is like Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So I got that, and I definitely, I, I haven't really noticed anything, but I haven't really been looking for ch- noticeable changes. So that's that's that, but I like it. I like the taste of it, so I still eat it, and I already bought it, so I might as well keep using it. I think that it's definitely ben- benefiting me. So that's the that's the nutri- that's the stuff that I use, and I also eat salt. I pour salt into my water, like the first glass of water I wake up, and the first thing I do is go to the bathroom. But then I go grab a glass of water, but before I fill up the water, I pour a bunch of salt in there at the bottom of the glass, and then and then I put my in, and then I put creatine in and then I pour water in, shake it around, and then I pour in the magnesium powder, and then I drink it all, and then I fill up the glass all the way full this time. Like the first time I fill it up, like maybe a fifth way up, and now I fill it all the way up, and then I drink it all. So I get all of my supplements like right away. And then I do the same thing at nighttime, but I only take Magnesium and sometimes I take Cystanche, but I haven't been lately at nighttime. But that is, I've definitely found benefits with supplements and I definitely recommend supplements. I want to talk to you guys soon. I'm going to be having a different microphone, but it's not, I'm not going back to my terrible old microphone that I had before episode 28. Hopefully I won't be my dad like this. I'm borrowing this microphone from my dad who needs it soon. Like from now till tomorrow, I think I'm, I probably won't have this microphone tomorrow. And so I'm borrowing, I'm borrowing this from my dad and I have been for like the past, uh, 21 days. This is well, more than twenty yeah i think 21 days because this episode is for 49 and i started on 28. so it's been like 21 days on this microphone and my dad needs it back like someone one of his colleagues at work needs it back or needs to use it so but he has a different microphone that he said is higher quality and is better that I can use instead. So I might do that. I don't know. We'll see where things go. I'll have to figure it out. But that's pretty much like what's going on lately. This morning I studied transurfing. Oh, all right. So a couple weeks ago I started. Actually, no, like last month, in two days last month, so in like August 8th, I started balancing on a – I bought a medicine ball, a 10-pound medicine ball, and I started balancing on it. So I just stand on it, do like squats, walk around on it, stand on one leg. I just practice my balance on that ball. And I told myself – I'm going to balance on it. I'm going to practice 10 minutes every day. Just add it to my routine. So I I did that for the past month. And I've gotten a lot better. I can walk like all the way across my hallway on that. And there's one thing. I started doing this new thing. So every once in a while I do a new like move on it. So I started walking around on it. And then I started doing one-legged balancing, which I'm not good at one leg of balancing, but I started doing backwards walking, like walking backwards and it's actually really difficult. I can barely move on it. Like I can go, my progress on walking backwards is about the same progress as I was walking forwards when I first started. But I'm definitely getting better at it every single day. Um, this morning, I took a very big tumble. Like, I fell right on my butt, and it was really loud. It was like 5.30 in the morning when I was doing it. It was still dark out. My dad, my family was still sleeping, and I fell right on my butt. And it hurt pretty bad, but I just got back up and started balancing again because you take falls, and you just get back up, and remember why you're doing this, because I'm doing this to be a better surfer. I am doing this so I can... Once I get to Hawaii and start surfing, I'll have good balance. That's why I'm doing it. Just remind myself why I'm doing this. And that's that's another thing. For the past like couple weeks, I've been cutting the practice short. I set a 12-minute timer, and then I stop around like four minutes. So I only do like eight minutes of practice. And then sometimes I only do six. So I got to... Quit slacking because it's literally just two more minutes. It's literally just 10 minutes of practice. I can get through 10 minutes of practice. And the thing is, I am not reminding myself of why I'm doing it. Like I stop and I cut it short because I I forget why I'm doing it. Like obviously I remember, but it's not at the top of my head. So I just got to keep reminding myself of my purpose, reminding myself of my destination, remind myself that this has a purpose. And that's one of the things that I cut short. Also, I've been cutting short my meditations, like ten minutes, five minutes short. And that's that's something that's very beneficial in my day. And I I gotta stop cutting that short. Remind myself while I'm doing this because I spent seven I've spent seventeen years of my life destroying my brain with TikTok, YouTube, doing all that stuff. And 17 years of my life has been spent shaping and molding my brain to hold me back to become an adherent and adherent to society. And so meditation allows me to like cleanse my brain of all that corruption and actually change my brain back to where it's supposed to be. But with all that said... I want to bring t- to wrap things up. I want to bring back I want to go full circle and go back to what I bought last night, the CD player, the CD of Wave 1 from from the Gateway Experience and the headphones. I'm really looking forward to that and I already have plans. I'm going to be Setting up the CD player because it's just batteries. So I'll set it up, plug in my headset, put on the headset and then put it right next to my bed, which is a tatami mat, It's just a mat on the floor. And then I'm gonna lay down a blanket on top of my mat. So there's like some cushion for my back. Cause if I lay, I found that if I lay on my back for a long time, it gets sore. And then I will put my pillow down, the buckwheat pillow, and then get another blanket and then lay on top of the first blanket, under the second blanket, put the headphones on, make my room dark, like pitch black, and then literally just put the blanket over me and then lay there motionless and then get into a deep meditative state, deep relaxation. And that's that's the whole plan. I'm going to do that for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, however long the CD lasts. And then once I outgrow wave one, I'm going to buy wave two. It'll be like 100 bucks, but it's definitely going to be worth it. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the San Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, don't forget, remember the Eagles.